together at last. <laughs> <laughs> We're in different time zones. <laughs> we really are. This is the future. This is what our ancestors really wanted when they right. came to this country. They're like, I want to talk to people on small screens from across the country. But not know. Like not if they know. looked at us right now, FaceTiming, I'm in New Jersey, you're in the central, you're in the you're in the Midwest. Um <laughs> I think they would first of all say we were witches. Oh absolutely. They would they would burn us first and then go, I'm a little jealous. Actually, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the way of the world? <laughs> well hi. hi. Hi, hello. Um, this is Halloween, Halloweeners, a this horror is movie. Wiener Hallows. <laughs> Hallow, I never thought of Halloweener sounds like hollow wieners, like wieners that are hollow. Wait, like, <laughs> wait I never realized it's like Halloween. <laughs> it's like, Kira. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine this all time? I just, I was just kind of, you know. Wait, is that like the just holiday? Let it happen. This is scary holiday. Wait, did you ever notice her title's the holiday? No, that's that when be, you call my my therapist. Yeah, well, that would be like an IMDb trivia fact. That's like, um, did you know the title Halloweeners refers to the the holiday Halloween, originally known as Samhain? And then the next trivia would be like. Halloween is a, ho- a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> the next because you know IMD- IMDb trivia loves to repeat itself. <laughs> they reword it. it, and they'd be like um, three out of thirty-seven people found this helpful. <laughs> thanks, Carol. Like, even that seems high, but okay. <laughs> um, well, hello, welcome back. We are Halloweeners, a horror movie podcast. I'm Kira. I'm Cody, and we're here. How many times watching this movie or talking about this movie did you think of uh, Dreamgirls? Zero. Zero, the title. And now I'm sad about it. Well, I think me. I made oh. that joke. <laughs> I think I did make that joke on the last episode. I, so, I know you did because I just listened to it. <laughs> oh, so you're calling me, calling me fake. Yeah, I'm so professional. You're, so you're saying you. on um, the air. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, you know, the impulse, I actually forgot about it. Even though I listened to the episode before uh, watching. Will you dream of your face? Can I just say, make, it, make you scary? Can I just say, before we get into it, mm-hmm. how cute. Is Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. How cute is Freddy Krueger? <laughs> how, how cute is his little Wait, sweater? <laughs> oh, hold on. She's got. I'm not. I'm kind of wearing the same. I'm kind of wearing a Freddy sweater right now. I mean, you're wearing a sweater that has stripes. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, and the wow. it's time to wear a striped sweater is all the time. That's Freddy Krueger's theme song. Um, <laughs> yes, Lawrence Fishburne, very attractive in this movie. Larry uh, Fishburne. <clears throat> Larry, yeah. You know, they were Chris. like, let's give him, we got to make him sound younger. <laughs> yeah, Larry. Well, he's, this is not even like his first movie. He was in like Apocalypse Now, like years before this. Oh, he's been forever. I think he's very shocked. Good. I think he's one of those actors who's like surprisingly old. Not to drag <laughs> him on the air. <laughs> surprisingly old. He's, um, even in this, Um, which is, like, not a super well-written piece, um, like, you could just tell him, like, damn, he is charismatic, he is, like, he is there in the moment, and, like, He also got a high credit billing for not really being in it very much. Also true. I wasn't sure if that was, like, a post, you know, post-90s thing, but you're right, like, even in the movie, like, the title cards, like, he's up there. Maybe, maybe a lot was cut. Okay, he's 60, sorry. Hold on. Um, he's 60 years old now, which means... Oh, and this is after he was in... No, he's not. He's, he's still kind of young. Color Purple and... 
but, 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 like like I said, um, Apocalypse Now, but it's before now. Boys in the Hood and before What's Love Got to Do With It, which is his Oscar nomination. Oh, you know what? I actually have not seen any of those movies. Oh, they're all good movies. <laughs> Guess what? They're all good. And then he makes The Matrix, which is fucking incredible. Also haven't seen her. Haven't you never seen, seen The Matrix? No. Oh, I wanted Sorry, to. Sorry, not to be like that, then... but I just watched it like two days ago. Wow. Oh, my God. So you're good. serious? You haven't seen it? Um, I, hate, I hate to be that person. No, you're not. You're not. You're but, not. I'm just kidding. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> It's awkward when I'm in public and I start coughing. So I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. How long till we cough and people are not like, um. Um, I don't know. Probably at least a few more years. It's like how, this is not the same, but it's like how whenever I still see a red, red baseball cap, I'm like, oh. Oh, you're still like, still shiver at the side of it. That that makes sense. That is true. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. um, Speaking of colors, I was, I was listening to the, um. The nightmare, uh, the a nightmare on Elm Street mm. documentary. What is it like? A, a nightmare? I don't know. I know there was one for the second movie called Scream Queen, which came out a few years ago, which is about how gay that movie is. Have you ever been really super gay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> really, really, super, really super gay. Um, inside. Already fairly gay. I just need the people to know I'm typing with just my left hand, which is my not predominant hand. I'm typing with it just to find this documentary. You hear that, folks? Oh, golly. You know what? <laughs> it's just, just, just... Okay. You know what? Not today, Mary. I'll I'll put it out. We'll put it out on the Twitter. <laughs> but there's a documentary that's now on YouTube, but it's like of the making of um, the okay. first Freddy uh-huh. Krueger movie. <laughs> and they mention how his costuming with the red and green stripes is because those colors next to each other like make your brain go like it's like it's it well, also look like unappealing right Ooh, christmas Ooh. <laughs> but it's not even like it's a darker red and a darker green but honestly yeah it's very much like oh birth of christ uh speaking of i'm jumping ahead but there's a moment where nancy in this movie is describing freddie and she's like <laughs> to the kids who are all having these dreams about freddie okay these group dreams and she's like he's super hot he's got he's great so skin hot. amazing skin Okay, so when Nancy is describing Freddy to the kids to be like, isn't he, he's one of your dreams, she go. She does it in this order. She says, he wears a dirty brown hat, he's horribly burned, he has razors on his hand. You should lead with a sweater. Like, he's wearing a red and green swipe, stri- swipe, striped sweater, help. Wait, what was the first thing she said? Dirty brown hat. Oh my god, you just screamed at me. Sorry, I'm screaming at Nancy, uh. Like, oh, because you're saying like a dirty brown hat isn't really a great describer. Well, but just like, lead with go. He's got a sweater and also a hat, and then you're good. Oh, and also razors. She hasn't even mentioned the sweater. Oh, 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 that is really funny. It's, it's stupid, like, oh, girl. What the else? sweater first. <laughs> lead with the sweater. Come on. Well, you girl. would think she she would lead with the. Oh, I don't know. He's got knives for fingernails because I think right. that's kind of important. <laughs> or he looks like a tumor. I don't know. Like yeah. Something like um, that. He looks like he was set on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Let's lead with He'll that. Say, how do I put this? He was once more flame than man. <laughs> uh, je ne sais. Burned. <laughs> uh, qu'est-ce que c'est uh, le flambe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> le poisson. Imagine there's like a weird translated version of this where like 
there's just like some social le cues. Frédéric, and like, ah, le flambe. <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel like the word for nightmare in French is fun. Let's look it up now. Le... Oh, fuck. I don't remember. It's been so It's going to be like, uh, oh, cashmere. Cashmere. It's cashmere. <laughs> <laughs> it's cashmere. And that's a nightmare. I want to have one. I'll take what? 12. I'll take <laughs> <laughs> but I bet the curtain's falling <laughs> really fast. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> Cash. Okay, anyway, this film, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Trois. Dream Warriors. Yeah, right. Toi. Le, le Dream, dream Warriors. Dream Lieutenant. Um. <laughs> Did you say Lieutenant? Yeah, that's French, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, probably. Um, okay, but we had both seen this movie before. Uh, yeah, I mean, Correct. I only saw it, like, a few months years ago. ago. Okay. No? Well, oh, oh, mine was years ago. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're liars. Yeah, I just watched it a few months ago, just kind of out of boredom. I wouldn't say I, like, love this movie. Yeah. It's fun. I would say it's an experience. I think it's a pretty smart direction for a sequel to take, and it's very much of the time period. Like, mm-hmm. it's team-up-y, it's, like, an adventure, it's not... Well, okay. It is scary in the sense that there's some, like, really creative images, you know? Mm-hmm. Which I think is the best part of the first movie is the way that they visualize nightmare images and, like, what it's like to be in a dream that you can't get out of. And that's all great and well and good. And that's less there in the second film. The second film is more just like, what if gay? And then, which, you know... <laughs> I say hooray to that. And then the third one is a a horror action adventure, kind of, which is interesting. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that um, that, um, (laughs) view of it because, I mean, you can even tell it like it it doesn't feel as scary as like the first one, I would say. And um, even though there is a lot of death and there is a lot of like gruesomeness, it definitely has more of like a, oh, yeah. We're going to Dream Warriors. Like, even the, like, ending song, like, and during the credits, it's like, Dream Warriors. It's, like, this big hair metal song, which I think also, like, encapsulates the vibe that, like, maybe the first one has, like, a little more of, like, a punk weird edge to it and, mm-hmm. like, a darkness to it, whereas this one's a little more like, we're getting the kids out of the hospital <laughs> and suicide <laughs> is bad. It is like that. It's like, don't do drugs, but you can be a punk. You can only be a punk in your dreams. She is straight edge, though. She's a straight edge punk, which is like definitely a thing. Oh, definitely a thing. Well, she was she was um, you know recovering, recovering from addiction, right. which is yes. Um, We're talking about the ca- the character of Taryn. Yes. Uh, who in the dreams? Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But apparently, the character this actress apparently. has said that like this is a coronavirus trivia, so whatever. But apparently. People have come up to her and been like, that character helped me get over my addiction, which is like, all right, cool. Oh, work. Oh, work. Yeah. Oh, work? Work? Me at work. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, work. Y- what, um, so you had seen it before, yes? Um, yes, I saw the movie a few years ago and I thought it was fun. It, it, this movie has a good reputation amongst like both horror fans and fans of the Nightmare on Elm Street series as a whole, especially I think because, okay, and... This is where it gets a little tricky because we appreciate the second film for what it is. And it's been kind of reclaimed, even if I don't really think it's a good movie. 
But this one was definitely seen as like a return to form in some way. Or like even today, a lot of fans refer to it as like, well, that one is when it got back on track. <laughs> you know, that's when it's like, well, now they're they're back to doing the right the, the Freddy thing. And I, I've heard that this might not be correct, but that I think like the odd numbered Nightmare on Elm Street are supposed to be the good ones and the even ones are not good. But like who, I, I, I cannot imagine that Nightmare on Elm Street 5 is the good one, but who knows? Maybe I'm, maybe it is. It does seem like in this movie that they just kind of ignore the second movie. Like, it almost doesn't seem like the second movie was part of it. Oh, in absolutely. A way. Like, they're just, I mean, there's like just no mention of Jesse at all. Right. Well, that's the thing is like the second one feels kind of like an outlier. And I, I might be misremembering, but I feel like there's very little reference to the first one in that one. Like, it's not like he's haunting this guy because his parents were involved in his. Death, Freddy. I mean, unless I'm wrong, I might be wrong. He, but... uh, Jesse was living in Nancy's house. That's what it was. Okay. Whereas yeah. in this one, it is a like pretty much a direct sequel to the original, and that it's like mm-hmm. these are yeah. kids who also their parents were, you know, part of what um got Freddy killed. And Nancy's in this movie, and she was mm-hmm. the final girl from the original. So it really is very much a kind of resetting, like a return to form from the original, which I can yeah. appreciate. Yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like just a continuation of the first. But um, and what I'm starting to realize with at least these first three A Nightmare on Elm Street movies is that there is a good use of like practical effects and like I think mm-hmm. you were touching on that earlier and just how they're like, okay, well, how uh, how are we gonna make this scary? And so even if like the scares don't really, or I should say the Freddy's scares don't scare me because I'm a big, oh. tough person. Uh, it's still at least <laughs> really visually interesting. Or, like, at least it's so gruesome that there are at least a few moments yeah. in this movie where I go, like I, whew, like, I cringe yes, at I the effects, which we'll get into, I'm sure. Right. I think it's creative. I think there's, I think this movie's well-directed. I think it, like, mm-hmm. has a good idea of what it wants the world of this film to look like. And it is focused on being scary and weird and kooky. Scooky, Scooky. Even when it's like at the end, when the, at the end when it's kind of like the Goonies almost, when they're like, "Yeah, we're fighting Freddy together." That's a little, you know, it's the the tone is not quite the same there, but I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. I think I, it just doesn't do anything for me. Um, like I just get no. Sure. It doesn't bring me joy, but it also doesn't <laughs> bring me like full anger. Yeah, nineteen eighty seven. That makes sense. I mean, things are getting. I feel like. We're really passing like the big hair band, ha- uh, hair metal band kind of time period. Yeah. We're well into the 80s and well into like 80s cinema and like tomfoolery. And also these kids are teenagers and I feel like they're depicted as teenagers. Like they're not, I mean, one kid is about to get fucked. But I mean, other than that, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, well. Right. I guess. Which feels very things. like John Hughes kind of movies like Breakfast Club and stuff like that and. Again, the like team up kids movies like The Goonies and Stand By Me and also just kind of the general adventure vibes of Indiana Jones. There's a lot yeah. of as horror is wont to do. It is very reflective of the era it was made in mm-hmm. um, in a way that I find kind of charming looking back on. Quaint. Charming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's 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 a fair opinion. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Cool. No, I, I okay. got you, man. I got you, man. I guess that's a very. Um, nice should way we to put run it. down the plot like real fast? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, should walk we through it? walk through the? We should probably just walk through the kills too. With that. yeah, that's an easy way to do it. I like that um, formula. Formula. So, 
we we open and we're in uh, Kristen Parker's house. This is Patricia Arquette of the famous Arquette acting dynasty. Uh-huh. Dynasty. Um, and she's just making, she's using some paper mache, uh, mache right? Or yes, no, I thought she was baking at first. Decopage. I think it's <laughs> right. paper mache, but also I don't know anything about anything. All right. She um, is making what we see. It turns out she's making a replica of Nancy's house. You know, just kind of randomly making it in her bedroom. And she's falling asleep. She literally takes a spoonful of instant coffee Ugh. and eats it and then downs it with like a shot of Diet Coke. Yeah, first of all, Diet Coke. So She's watching her little her little 16-year-old figure. Her finger. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> okay, girl. And uh, yeah, she falls asleep. And, um, you know, I think she has a Freddy interaction there. Um, at one, and, uh, she wakes up. Oh, right. She goes into the mirror. (laughs) Hang on. Everybody heads up. Uh, we are going to talk about like self-harm or. Yes. Yes. yes, And all that. And all that. Well, this film is full of like, I think purposefully Mm -hmm. kind of, I don't even know if they had this language back then, but like kind of triggery teenage things like drugs and sex and self-harm and suicide and all sorts of like, you know, um, like daytime talk show topics. I'm not saying that to be like, you know, dismissive. I'm just like, that's what the movie's kind of depicting it as. Yeah, it definitely feels exploitive to a degree. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it's all just part and parcel of like the time period and all that. Yeah, yeah. And like just the fact that there really is no good mental health care especially at that sure, time yeah uh especially at that time yeah and uh um, again so i can't remember the exact uh, how the exact thro- throwdown showdown goes but she ends up in her bathroom like cutting her wrist um it's Kristen. freddie turns into the sink like he's behind oh, right. the mirror i actually and the faucets turn into his claws and they scratch yeah. her mm-hmm. but it looks like she cut herself Right, that yeah, right, right. I love that because it was those old timey kind of sink handles where it's like four, you know, it's yeah. like a cross shaped, and yeah, like turned up and like grabbed her. I thought that was a very cool effect, and it was like attached to her as she was like trying to pull it yeah. out. And, There's yeah, a lot of really cool like stop motion claymation kind of effects in this movie, which I really like. Yeah, yeah, it was well done, and it was right. Active. You just have to imagine it'd be all CGI now, not yeah. be like nowadays, but you know. Grandpa, it would be. <laughs> stop I'm right. it. Grandpa, shut the fuck up. But yes, that's an important um, detail that you mentioned. Like, he scratches her and she is kind of awoke. She's waking up standing in the bathroom with a razor in her hand with her wrist cut. So it's like, again, kind of that Candyman kind of element that we saw oh, in the yeah, last two yeah, movies yeah. where it's like, he'll make, he'll just, he'll really fuck up your day, that Frederick. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Frederick. Yeah. Yeah, so she goes into a psychiatric hospital. Mm-hmm. We meet some yes. friends. We meet some friends. Oh, I wanted to mention, I right off the bat, this movie gets the dream imagery, imagery right. First of all, it puts her in the house from the first movie, Nancy's yes. house. Mm-hmm. And there's one part where she's running and she kind of gets like stuck. I'm talking about um, Kristen, Pat- Patricia Arquette. And she kind of gets stuck in like goop. And yes, so she's running, yes. but she can't move and Freddie's coming after. And like, we've all had that dream where we're mm-hmm. either running and we're not moving fast enough or we're not moving at all. Like, that's so specific to the, like, to dream logic. And we've all been there. And to like visualize it with kind of a goop that she's stuck in, I think is really <laughs> smart. Hell yeah. Oh, right. That's could because she saw the house and she saw the kids playing and they were singing the yeah. nursery rhyme. Right. And she followed that dumb girl into the house. Whoa. Well, we, yeah. and we keep returning to Nancy's house, which I like. I yes. mean, I'm not sure why. That's I mean, we never I think explained. It's, well, 
Like, why is Nancy's going, house the chosen house? And why, like, she's the chosen one. And I just want to know why. Right. Well, if we're going by the logic of the last movie, which is like, he's haunting this house specifically. Maybe because it's like the place he was last kind of sort of defeated, even though the mm, end of the first true. movie is ambiguous enough to have it be like, did he really get defeated? Maybe it's like the last place he, somebody, somebody told him what to do and That's <laughs> he right. didn't like that. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why. Well, I guess we'll never know. Anyway. So, yeah, she gets into a hospital mm-hmm. and she meets a bunch of other youths who are also uh, being haunted by Freddy mm-hmm. in their dreams. And here's where we meet Larry Fishburne. He has an orderly. And again, he doesn't have much to do, but he got high billing. So, so good cute. for him. Good so job, Larry. Cute. Good job, Larry. As Max. Uh, we meet, who is it? We meet Will, um, who uses a wheelchair. We meet Kincaid, who... He's, like, uh, angry. Yeah, they put him in, like, solitary, essentially, a lot. Um, Joey doesn't speak. Oh, uh, uh, Taryn, who you mentioned. Right. She wants to be punk or is punk. I don't know. And there's one guy who his name is Philip. Phil, who's into making marionettes. Oh, right. I forgot about Philip. Because he goes early. Oh, I forgot. I didn't realize. I forgot he made the marionettes. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. I just accepted that they were in his room. (laughs) With that question. (laughs) Oh, you get to go in the spooky puppet room. Congratulations. (laughs) Uh, And Jennifer, who wants to be on TV. (sighs) Jennifer. Do you get it? I Remember? just, I just oh, hate that moment. It's just such a random moment. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there um, soon. It kind of starts right away, right? Do we go right into uh, kind Phillip of? I mean, we up? meet we meet Nancy again, who oh, is yes. now like a grad student studying group uh, dream and group dream hysteria, which is I think Love. actually a really smart move for her character, like screenwriting wise. I think that makes total sense for her to be. Yeah. In the academic sphere and trying to do something with her, you know, her trauma. And she's, the movie makes a point to show that she's taking these pills called hypnosil, which are specifically meant to induce a dreamless sleep so that Freddie cannot get her. I love it, though, because she's, like, doing the damn thing. Yeah, I think it's smart. I think it's good character development. I think it's good writing. And I like it. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if hypnosil is a real thing. I don't think it is the name is too cute <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean it would be like hypnosomycin a bliff a bluff yeah I, like I just googled hypnosil and the first thing that came up was this movie Freddy. so <laughs> <laughs> actually though i do so i don't think it's real <laughs> um anyway we the first major violence that happens is yes yeah, this guy uh is uh, and he's a sleepwalker Phil. he's a sleepwalker yeah he is right so he has a dream where freddie Cuts open his. Ugh, girl. I don't even know what you describe it as. Like, like his, his main veins and his veins? like his ma- our ve- main arteries, I guess. I mean, I don't know if I it's like anatomically arteries. correct. Let's see but what the internet says. It looks like it's like a main vein from like each wrist and each the top of each foot. So it's like lifted out and oh well, this makes sense now. And that and then we later see that Freddie's like kind of controlling him like marionette and yeah. takes him to like a ledge. It's pretty gruesome. The it's like veins coming gruesome. out of his body is nasty. And I like the idea yeah. of like in his in Philip's dream, he can see the the veins and stuff, but everybody who sees him walking just sees him kind of yes. like boop, boop, boop. Oh, <laughs> like you know what it is? It's very Anastasia. <gasps> yes, when she's on the ship. Yeah, well, yeah. And they're like, come come swim with yeah, us. Yeah. Oh, like, that part's creepy. That part's scary to me. <laughs> that's cute. 
Rasputin? Like three dicks. Huh? Oh, I mean, I mean, not three dicks. That's a lot. I think he had a big penis. Or, like, he said he had a big penis. I think he had a big penis, too. I, don't I know think. If was, I think it was the one, though. <laughs> but also, that sounds like something I'd be like, did you know? But also, I think I'm thinking of there was a drunk history episode where they were portraying the, like, murder of <laughs> Rasputin. And I think some the, the drunken narrator yelled, I've got three dicks or six dicks or something. So maybe I'm just making a fact. This is how rumors start. Rumor has it. Yeah. Um, and we shouldn't spread rumors about dead Russian men. That's really rude. Yeah. Too soon. That's bullying. That's bullying. Too soon. <laughs> so Philip uh, anyway, so falls Phil, to his yeah, he death. Gets, Yes, he gets led to the tower, and we see a giant Freddy, like, clip the marionette strings that Mm -hmm. are his veins, and he falls, which is pretty gnarly. It's very much... There's a lot of um, moments in the movie I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, far off. Fucking crazy, man. It's very, um, last, like, few bars of We Both Reached for the Gun from Chicago, the movie. Not to (laughs) keep putting references, but for for those of you who haven't seen it. Right, where he's like, let me hear it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like that same shot, too, where it's just, like, a big... Don't pretend I don't know. I mean, well... well, now I'm like, okay, is that shot in Chicago a reference to? Can you imagine? It's in the same Never universe. You know? <laughs> I'm gonna edit IMDb to like have that be a reference. Like, please um, do. Uh, did you know that the ref, the moment in Chicago, <laughs> is a reference? Who's gonna to stop me? Not me. And not you me? listening? Don't, don't listeners be cool. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. I've never sounded less intimidating. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> and then you go back into frame, like just ready. Um, <laughs> Truly. Um, oh, there's a moment we missed where there's a uh, Patricia. I keep calling her Patricia, our cat. Um, Kristen Uh-oh. has a dream where, again, she gets pulled into the house from the first movie. And she's getting eaten by this, like, Freddy worm no. thing. No. Nasty. Nasty Don't business. Don't like it. Very well Don't done. Don't like it. Very well done. But she calls Nancy into her dream. This is yes. important. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nancy, who's, like, standing. He, she stands up because she thinks she hears... Somebody calling her name. She sees the like paper mache house and then she starts to fall asleep and falls backwards into her chair. And then she suddenly mm-hmm. tumbles through a window into the dream. And it's like, oh, girl. So cool. So well done. Very too. cool. Like I she really fell smart. into the chair. Yeah. Yeah. That happens and later. The idea is like Patricia has this ability to call people into her dreams. And later mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I used to do that to my dad, but he thought it was his dreams. I think that's smart. I think it's and then good. I like. Him. And then he's fucking dead. And you know, in this in this world though, this you know the the world of Nightmare on Elm Street is a supernatural world. Obviously, this man's infecting their dreams, and that's never mm-hmm. really explained, which is fine by me. So it makes sense that somebody else would have a similar power to like call other people into their dreams because that's like just the logic of this kind of twisted world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is pretty fucking twisted. It's pretty fucking twisted. Pretty gnarly. Um, yeah, I like it. There's a moment uh, later, too, where Kristen thinks she's in her house. Like, after a whole bunch of shit has happened, she falls asleep and she ends up back in her actual house and she thinks it's real. And she jumps out a window. But instead of, like, landing outside, she jumps out the window and in the next shot is jumping into the window of Nancy's house. Cool. In, like, a seamless shot. So it's kind of similar to the moment you just mentioned where it's, like, just these quick you know, moments where you're yeah. back into the house. And I was like, this is and cute. I, I love that because like for the, like, especially back then, like doing like the third movie in a horror franchise, there's like very little artistic respectability in that. Like in, you know, like Hollywood sure. or whatever, like you're not going to get, your next movie isn't going to be like a best picture winner because like you, like off the success of 
Nightmare on Elm Street 3. So the fact that there was all this care, I think, is kind of admirable. Well done. And also, this is this director's first movie. Oh, no shit. Who who directed it? What else did yeah. they do? Um, Ch- oh, Chuck Russell. He did the remake of The Blob, which I've heard actually, is actually pretty good. Oh, I haven't seen her either. I haven't seen that. The original's fun, though. Oh, he... He oh. did The Mask. The Jim Mask? <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I used to love The Mask as a kid. i never seen it. He did The Scorpion King, which is bad. Bad. But I don't... Is that really his fault, or is it just the time? Probably not. Of the, no, probably not. the graphics... But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also, he did the best he can. Yeah, oh, pretty good. Uh, pretty good filmography here. Well, hell yeah. Who? Uh, okay, so he dies. We don't care. He wasn't even on. thirty yet. This director. Really? That's he was twenty nine. Good job. That's good job, the kid. year before thirty. That's younger than me. It's older than me. Lies. Mm-hmm. Lying to me. <laughs> Phil Ooh, dead. Died. That <laughs> sucks. Okay, Jennifer. Jennifer's the next to go, who wants to be on TV for all the world to see. Oh, my God. That was such a strange... Yeah, okay. So they're all staying awake because they're all having the nightmares and they're realizing... And now right, that, like... Nobody believes them. Exactly. And now that Nancy is joining the group um, alongside Dr. Gordon or Neil, which I don't remember what he goes by, they are, the kids are realizing, like, oh, we really cannot... We cannot go to sleep. Like, Freddie's going to start fucking with us. So uh, Philip dies that first night and that obviously sucks. And then... Jennifer is staying up and she is watching TV because she's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to be on TV, so I should watch TV. She said this is like research or something. That's the same logic I used to do where I'd be like, well, I'm sitting in front of the TV all day as research, not because I'm depressed. Right, because I'm going to be like, because <laughs> I have nothing else to do. Um, and I um, love this tactic. She's like, I know, to stay awake, I'm going to smoke a little cigarette and burn <laughs> my hand with it. Yeah, it's not good. Not good coping. I mean, just not good coping mechanisms. No. And no. To, at um, the very least. At the very least. Right. Um, this, I would say, is probably the most famous part of the movie. Like, I'd even heard of this before I saw the movie. And one of the more fe- famous Freddy kills, where he turns into the TV and grabs her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First of all, though, before we even get to that, I have to say a few things. So, she's flipping <laughs> channels. Yes. Oh, and my God. she yes. lands on a talk show. It's apparently it's Dick Cavett, mm-hmm. who was a talk show host at the time. And again, I'm just going to read this IMDb trivia. Who knows if it's real, but whatever. Okay. For the dream. Okay. Let me just. Uh, 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 let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. So in this sequence, it's like a normal television interview with Dick Cavett and Zsa Zsa Gabor. And there's having a normal interview. And then all of a sudden, Dick Cavett goes, can I ask you something? <laughs> Who gives a fuck what you think? And turns into Freddy and like goes to like slash at Jaja Gabor and she goes, ah, and then the TV turns off or goes to static. Which I think is so fun. It's I think so it's fun. great. It's um, so funny. Okay, but there's a moment. Okay, this is the trivia on IMDb. I'm just gonna read oh, okay. it verbatim. Again, who knows if it's real, but whatever. Okay. For the dream sequence in which a Dick Cavett interview is interrupted by Freddy Krueger, Sally Kellerman from MASH, who I think actually just passed away, was originally in the script as a guest. But Cavett was then allowed to pick the person he'd be interviewing. He picked Jaja Gabor because he thought she was, this is so rude, the dumbest person he'd ever met in his life. And he'd never have her on the show in real life. So if there's one person he wanted to see killed by Freddy, it would be her. Oh my, D- Dick is right. Dick, come on now. That is come on now. so savage, but I, I do find that kind of funny. Right, but the moment's iconic. So jokes on you? I don't know. 
dick. And they get billing the in the beginning now. of the movie, like in the opening credits, like. Yeah, both of which, them, which is so funny because then when you watch the movie for the first time, I mean, spoiler now, but like when you watch it for the first time, you're like, Zsa Gabor. Yeah. <laughs> Why is she Dick Cavett? Huh? Like, what the fuck? I only know him because he like would interview. I remember he used to he had done a few interviews with Janis Joplin and I think like they did a lot of flirting. So How I've seen cute. a few interviews with, with him and her. Gotcha. Me and Dick Cavett. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, do you want to explain this death? Because, it, yeah, so it, although it, it is stupid, it it's stupid, is well great. executed in a way. Yeah, like <laughs> a, arms of. come out the side of the TV, but they're all wires mm-hmm. as if it's like the internal parts of the TV. And then Freddy's head pops out the top and it has little antennas, <laughs> little bunny Pops out ears. like it's like going through like latex. Yes, it's like it's being borned. Actually, Freddy born, Freddy born, and um, <laughs> the yeah, I, lo- I love his little bunny ear antennas. They're so cute. It I'm is doing cute. it with my fingers right now. That would be a fun uh, costume, actually. That would be fun. Yes. <gasps> um. Okay. Anyway, so okay, the line that Freddy says is, "This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Welcome <laughs> to primetime, bitch." Which is kind of infamous. Um. And then, like, plunges her into the TV and she dies. And then Larry Fishburne walks in and sees her dangling from the TV, which I think is a pretty crazy image. Like, it's pretty upsetting. I would love to see, like, in a haunted house, you know, with, like, her, like, body (gasps) shaking or something. Yeah, you're so right. And her body is still, which isn't as scary. But, yeah, if it was shaking in, like, a haunted house, I'd be scary. scary. I'd be like, oh. Also, I (laughs) love that, like, they saw this image. And, like, the TV is, like... You know, it's like the old, like, early, like, what, uh, it's the late 80s, so, like, it's kind of closer to the ceiling, so it's high off the ground, the TV, so she couldn't have done this herself, unless she literally had, like, a small trampoline on the ground and jumped into the TV head first, um, and then happened to not fall out of it. So the fact that, like, this medical staff saw this and was like, yeah, I don't know, they keep making these things up because they're sad and they're suicidal, and it's like... Okay, Mary. Like, how do you explain this? And like, even later, <laughs> they go back into that room, and obviously the the body is gone, the TV's gone, but like, there's still like a whole bunch of like ash and debris like on the yeah. wall. And it's like, okay, you could at least what are you clean talking it up. about? Yeah, <laughs> we can at least uh, uh, acknowledge that this is strange <laughs> and like not like natural. we can. Let's not act like this is normal. Like this <laughs> <Yeah>. is new. <laughs> oh, there goes Jennifer bashing her head into yeah, TVs. Oh, it was bound to happen. Like no, it <laughs> yeah. wasn't. What are you She's talking just doing about? Doing it for attention again. Come on. And that's the thing too is like, especially with Kristen's mom, they were like. She was like, she kept saying like she does stuff for attention, like she's cutting herself for attention, and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> so the line "Welcome to primetime, bitch." I feel like it kind of becomes that energy is from what I've heard because I've never seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Streets after this one, but okay, I've heard same. that that's kind of the energy of the of Freddy in the sequels. Like it's a lot of quippy stuff. I think he says bitch a lot. And I, I don't love yeah. that direction in general. I think it's good in this moment because it's like, whoa, whoa. And also it's a like a the welcome to primetime thing is like it's funny. Like it's like, okay. You hated uh-huh. it. We all laughed. We all had fun. But I think to make that like the kind of defining characteristic of the of Freddy is a little bit mm easy obvious undercutting i don't know tired who knows again i haven't seen any of the sequels maybe i'll love them probably not but we'll see yeah i don't know what we're in for and i also don't have much 
faith no. in the quality. No. <laughs> but I, I'd be I'd be very happy to be surprised. I would yeah. like that. Who dies next? So okay, real fast. There's a there's a scene at a graveyard where we meet a nun. Oh my god. Sister Mary Helen, I think is her name. Yeah, she says I right, because she's dressed in all white and Mary Neil, Helena. Yeah, oh Helena, right. And Neil is like Oh, hey, bitch, who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm a nun, I'm Sister Helena. Don't worry about it. I'm me. a nun. Heard of it? None of your business is the way. Mary, you're crazy. But I have to say, and I'm only saying this if I can, I'll cut it out if I can't find an image of it, but Nancy at the graveyard is wearing a look that is a <gasps> fucking serve. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, of course, because I gasped when she walked yes. into frame. By the way, this movie made me realize, not made me realize, but I realized with this film that I very much have a crush on this actress. Heather Langenkamp? Sure, if that's her name. Yeah, she's cute. Very cute. Yeah. Very cute. Um, I love the well. gray streak in her hair. I think that's smart. Oh! No, I love it. No. No. <laughs> I, no, no. I love it. She doesn't mention it, right? She just, we just accept it. No, it's just part of her because it, it, it comes about because of the last movie. Like, do it's just do, like whatever. Do we see it at the end of the first movie? Um, yes. I'm, I have a memory of it, so I want to say yes. Let us know if we're wrong. Someone let us okay. know. Send me a little no or don't. I don't really care. Or don't. We will um, not lose sleep. Nope. Anyway, her look, it's like a kind of, she wearing like a, like a claw, like a felt poncho and it's yes. draped like one, it's like clipped to like each shoulder. So it kind of like dips down to U shape on her like degletage and she's wearing like a sweater <laughs> underneath mm-hmm. and there's a brooch on one of the shoulders and she has this cute hat mm-hmm. and it's like, the hat. oh my God, it was, it, it made me pay attention. She's like, I know this teenager just died. But I'm here to fucking kill this look. Funeral and fashion both start with F. And so does fuck I look good. <laughs> her in the mirror to herself. And so does Freddie. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> That's why Freddie doesn't bother her anymore. He's She's like, like, I know I'm going to the death of to like a, an apparent child suicide funeral. But like, <laughs> we're going to slay the wrong way today, girls. <laughs> but if you're not bringing a look to my funeral, I don't want you to come. Come on. Well, actually, it's called not Nightmare Elms. not fashion nightmare. Because part of me is like, I want people to show up and look good, but also like, if you want to show up in sweatpants, like, who am I to say no? I'm kind of like, pull it together for my. (laughs) But if if they're okay, fair. Pull it together. That well, that is also. I'd be like, (laughs) I'm gonna haunt you a little bit, like not a lot, but just a little bit. If you want to wear a comfortable maxi dress, who am I? Who am I? Okay, fine. Just like put some thought into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It can and show up like a thought. What? Oh, like a thought. Like a thought. <gasps> what? <laughs> good night. And Total good mom moment. Huh? <laughs> the what? What is that? Have we established? No, we have not established yet. Is it, this is when they go into group. So after. I'm yes, sorry, this is when they this is when they get into group dream situations. So they do a group. The, the remaining children and the doctor and Nancy are like, okay, we're going to figure out how to fucking do this. Yeah. So they try to get. Kristen, they try. They do a group hypnosis to all fall asleep, and they try to get Kristen to pull them into their dreams. Mm-hmm. And at first, it's like doesn't seem like it's, it worked, mm-hmm. but then suddenly things start to get a little crazy, <laughs> and we see some titties, we see some big old t- tickle bitties. <laughs> that that cracked me up because then that's when I knew it was a dream <laughs> because like, yeah. she because the character yeah. Joey who doesn't speak has like has a moment with one of the nurses earlier, and it's not. I mean, it could it could have been totally innocent, but then after they presumably presumably have this like failed attempt to fall asleep he sees her and follows her into a room uh-huh. and she's like i've always had a crush on you which is like a stretch but like you never know sure. he's, he's very cute and then she takes off her nurse's outfit 
huge fake breasts yep. and a white thong, no bra. Right, under the nurse's outfit. <laughs> no, like, I would say no underwear, but she is wearing a thong, but, like, just the, the smallest little piece of fabric. That and it's a white thong. Why would you wear a white thong to work? Like she's girl, a nurse. You gotta wear white. But the stains, I mean, oh, my God. Like, you're just asking yeah, for trouble. Um, and so she, oh, right, she bounds him. So she starts making out with him, and then all of a sudden yes, he gets bound to the nasty. bed by tongues, like long, right. he, She, like, throws tongues at him from her mouth, like, a, like she's, like, spitting poison, like a lizard or something. <laughs> Very talented. It's like, pew! <laughs> she got her doctorate, <laughs> and mm-hmm. she can <laughs> do tongue tricks. Um, and he, like, ends up <laughs> over a pit of, like, hell, just hanging yeah. by his hands and feet. And he's there for, like, kind of a while, because we come back to him later. Later, like... like 20 minutes later in the movie, yeah, and they're like, Jimmy, Joey! <laughs> Whatever he's the still vibing. He's like, hanging. hey, <laughs> just, hanging help. <laughs> just hanging out. Just hanging out. Don't mind me. Anyway, so yeah, shit starts getting kind of fun. This is like, I like this scene because the kids start to realize they're dreaming. The other kids who are not, who are yeah. still in the room. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the few times in this franchise so far that a dream is not threatening. Like the music Word. is not spooky and the, the the kind of dream tricks are fun. There's like that, that what's that thing called? The thing that no people clue. have on their desks that goes click, clack, click, clack with the balls. I know, you know exactly what, what you're talking about, Shoot. but yeah, I have no clue what it's called. It's, it's anyway, on like every office desk and from the yeah. 80s to the early 90s. They're fun. I like them. They're fun <laughs> and I like them. Um, but one of the balls like f- start floating away and the, what's the kid who uses the wheelchair? What's his name? Um, Will. Will. He, who previously was like into Dungeons and Dragons, it's very important um, that he's established as um, somebody who's into the RPGs, master. the wizard master, he keeps calling himself, and he turns one of the balls into a butterfly. Um, they're, they're, the idea is like, what can you do in your dreams they Like that you can't do in real life? Kristen does a backflip, which like, rad. <laughs> I probably do the same thing. None of them flew? I would have been flying all over the place. Yeah. I'm probably naked. I'm naked in a lot of my dreams. <laughs> like they cut to so-and-so like breaking a chair. They cut to someone doing a backflip and they cut to you just naked. <laughs> like Dick out. What? Yeah. Well, I have a lot of dreams where I'm naked, but it's not like that like uh, shame dream. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I love that. And I love that for you. I have a lot of dreams like walking into stores just like fully nude and I'm just like. I love and? that. <laughs> I don't I know why so my I doing have that. stress dreams on a regular basis. So I guess my superpower sure. would be stressing myself out. <laughs> or relaxing for once. But that's not the in my dream. That's not the dreams. But no, the dreams are horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, and Taryn. Taryn is um, oh, a she, punk now. She has the best line. Because so cool. everyone's like, oh, whoa. And like Kincaid is like, I can break stuff. Which I, like I don't think ever comes yeah. back. <laughs> I don't think that ever like comes back to be helpful. Oh, no. that's Well, he does break through a wall. Uh, yeah. I guess you have to be strong to do that. He's, he's strong. Uh, Taryn, yeah, we see her. She's got like a, mo- a faux hawk. She's got like her tits are pressed together. She's got knives in her hands. And she says, um, in my dreams, I'm beautiful and bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I like it. Good for her. <laughs> it's like very time and place. I love it. Good for her. Oh, and we learn. Uh, maybe it's not at this point, but we learned at one point that she, as we mentioned, was uh, is recovering from addiction. Yes, and um, you know she's. They she's don't have the doing... marks on her arms and all that. Yeah, the tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, Joey's in a coma, <laughs> <laughs> and they have no clue. They're having fun figuring out their little powers. Right, and, then... and he's like, "Help." <laughs> <laughs> And then how uh, – uh, oh, and then they wake up because 
Right. They wake up because the head doctor finds them all asleep in the room and she's like, oh my God. And like Joey's on the ground, like, right, passed out. And they start freaking out and they get upset because the the doctor doesn't like that they're doing all this and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's she's an older white woman. She doesn't like anything. She's she's bossy. Um, So... Here's where the plot kind of splits in two. So there's two mm-hmm. things happening. There's two storylines. One is these kids figure out they have to go into a group dream to save Joey and defeat Freddy. And the other mm-hmm. plot is the head doctor, I don't remember her name, and Nancy's dad realize that they have to, because the nun tells them this, um, she gives them the backstory on Freddy, which is that, like, this woman was, like, Ugh. brought into a room in the asylum and, sorry, was gang raped and that begat yeah. Freddy. And the only for way to weekend, defeat him. Girl. Sorry. Hmm? Sorry. She was, she was like, stuck in there for a weekend. Like, yeah, for a holiday. It's, it's nasty. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. And she, the nun's, like, the only way to defeat Freddy is to bury his bones in hallowed ground. Something uh, like that. Right. And so she's like, you can find his bones in like a car trunk somewhere <laughs> in like a junkyard. She doesn't so say that. She doesn't say that. She, they figured it out, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, don't remember, I, I don't remember how they figured it out. I was, they, I was, I was thinking that, tonight, I promise, but also Nancy's, I was like, whatever. Nancy's dad knew where it was buried. So Nancy, yes, yes, we yes, yes, that yes, Nancy yes, and her yes, dad yes. had like a falling out. And then they, of course, she, of course, finds him. Right. And, and the alcoholic mom from the last movie is just unceremoniously killed off screen. They're like, well, oh, she died in her sleep. Well, no, I assume that when she died in the first movie she the first time like she really died okay because oh, okay she's, she's like, a oh, skeleton. she died in her sleep sort of speak which like okay maybe like, i was confused because she shows up at the end of the last movie or the first movie and it's like that weird dream sequence and she gets pulled through the window either way she doesn't she doesn't way, have a good time she didn't make it <laughs> yeah. no she didn't yeah. make it um, but it's true they really don't explain which which of the two no happened. and that's fine it's fine um cool. it's it's fine but anyway, so the other path, the, the, so the the doctor and Nancy's dad are on a mission to find Freddy's remains, yeah, and bury it in a hall- hallowed ground, which they do by getting holy water, and that will hopefully end Freddy's reign of terror. So that's happening at the same time, <laughs> and I think that's actually yeah. pretty smart. I think it's fun that there's two different things happening at once, and one is like really fantastical, and one is like we got to find these bones. I think it's I think it's a good yeah. diver- divergence. Yeah. Divergence. And at one point, because uh, Kristen ends up in, like, solitary, essentially, and they all go into the dream with her so they can go into the dream to get Joey and, you know, kill Freddy or whatever. And so there's a point where Freddy in the dream world realizes that his bones in the real world are being, like, fucked with. So, -hmm. like, at one point, he, like, leaves the dream world. He, like, leaves the teenagers. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I'll be right back. And he, um, Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I have to run out real fast. I'll be right back. (laughs) And he turns into like uh, an animated skeleton, which kind of lends itself to like the Goonies vibe. It's very Goonies. It's very like um, Jason the Argonauts, you know, those like old claymation Mm, movies. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he um, ends up killing kind of semi-accidentally, but not really killing uh, Nancy's dad. Yeah. um, He gets like thrown on a spike. It's really like, oh, goodbye, I guess. (laughs) I guess he's dead. Hello and goodbye. Hello and goodbye. And uh, his um, anyway. bones just kind of drop, and then he shows up back in the dream world and is like, sorry, I'm back now. Oh, hey, sorry. Did I miss anything? Duh. Oh, you guys paused the movie? That's so nice. You didn't, <laughs> have, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> oh, wait, but that was – sorry. Did you have a, anything to add? Nope. I was going to go. go forward to the next moment. There's – in this moment – so Freddie comes back, and he's like, oh, my God, missed me? 
And he's like, if only there were more of me. And they're in a room of mirrors. So when he says, like, if only there were more of me and, like, they see images of Freddy in each mirror. And then, like, each teenager is in front of a different mirror and, like, they get grabbed into the mirror by a Freddy clone, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, Which was super cool. Well done. It's like when you see the Rockettes at Christmas time and they all dress as Santa Claus and there's mirrors and there's more Santas. Uh, I literally don't remember that, but remember? that reference works for you. <laughs> they're like, it's like a moment where they're <laughs> like, do you ever wonder though. how Santa flies all over the world? And then it's like a bunch it's of, it's all the Rockettes with like fat suits on. <laughs> it's women yeah. it's drag kings. Um, and there's like mirrors to make it look like there's even more Santas. That's cute. It's just like this. <laughs> Again, that's where the reference is. It's exactly the same. <laughs> inspired by Nightmare Street 3. Yet another musical that was inspired by Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Oh my god, truly. I bet there's more. I bet we could think of more. I bet there's more. I bet there's more. Dexter's is more. Um, um, <laughs> uh, but then Joey, for the first time, speaks and he says, no. Yes. And then they... Are the teenagers are thrown back into the room like through these mirrors that they were just grabbed into? Yeah, and all the mirrors break. Does that make sense? Am I explaining this in a way? It does. That makes sense? I just before we get much further, I do want to talk about real fast um, the moment with Taryn where she's like where she's on her own in the dream. She's dressed oh, as a punk. Oh, um, you're so right. Yeah, they each have like their own dream moment first. You're yeah, right. this is the one that's most noteworthy. I think she's oh, like outside of like this. a punk club. That says Jake's bar. And she sees, like, graffiti on the wall that says Taryn plus Freddy. It's all pretty well thought out. Like, it's a good, like, aesthetic to the setting. I think it looks good. And, like, Mm -hmm. it's very evocative. Um, And Freddy (laughs) shows up and he goes, um, why should we fight? We're old friends. And then all of a sudden his fingers, the the razors are needles. So, like, Mm -hmm. full of, you know, like... Heroin. Drugs. Heroin. Um, And then... She looks down and all the, like, the scars of the track marks on her arm are a little mouth and they're, like, suckling. It's, like, it. it actually is really upsetting. <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's almost too real because it's it, it feels like, and I'm, I'm saying this somebody who's never, you know, been an addict, but it, it feels like a externalization, like a turning, like, a, a visual image of what it kind of maybe feels like to like have that desire you know that like yeah like almost like you have to feed something you know like it's like like a, another mouth to feed essentially i'm speaking very broadly Ooh, here and from yeah. experience that's not mine obviously but i think it's a pretty intelligent uh visualization of that uh phenomenon and like i said apparently a lot of people have come up to this actress and been like that helped me kick the habit or want to kick the habit which is you know yeah that's something and and adding on to that, I mean, he because he he whips out all the needles and he says, "Let's get high." And then he puts all the needles into her arm, so that's like Ugh, ten needles worth. It's nasty. And so not only is that like very visceral, but like, yeah, I mean, she obviously doesn't make it from that, so it's kind of sad. Like, and I think that also could add itself again to being like an allegory for addiction because it's like mm-hmm. she doesn't want it to. She doesn't want to. Right. It. Exactly. You know, exactly. She, it's kind of like. It's actually pretty empathetic if you think about it. It, yeah. like, shows it that it's, like, totally this, you know, this thing beyond your control. Like, I mean, there's not, – not that it's out of – not that you can't control it, but that it's, um, you know, something that is hard. more than just a um, – right, it's hard. It's, it's tricky. And it's, like, something that just can become part of you like that. Yeah. I yeah. think it's good. Also, I'm, now that I'm thinking about, like, she always seemed so much happier in the dreams. Like, in the real world, she always seemed a little, like, just, you know, distracted and maybe, like, maybe not 100% present. But in the dream world, she always – she seemed happier, which is yeah. also kind of sad. 
Yeah, it is. It's sad. It's it's sad. Actually, it's a it's a very sad movie. No, <laughs> I cried. And, and then, do we have this moment with uh, Will next? Right. He turns into he's the one who uses the wheelchair, and Freddy yeah. starts chasing him with like a spooky demon wheelchair. Because in, and in then the he, dreams, Will can walk. Right, and then um, Will turns into the oh what's it called like a wizard he's like i'm the wizard, wizard master. master i did like this energy that he was like because it does seem like he's over he's winning he like yeah gets it's power. extremely dorky in a way that i do find <laughs> yeah, kind of endearing <laughs> that's the best way to describe it dorky and endearing <laughs> yeah he's got like a giant cloak on he kind of looks like a vampire it's more vampire than yeah. wizard but what do i know <laughs> i agree again put it in the i'm getting TV. more dracula honey but you know do whatever you gotta do <laughs> sweetie pie um, uh, anyway, yeah, that's all the things that basically happen in the dream. Kincaid doesn't really have anything happen to him as far as I know. No. Yeah, they make he it out. Up. Oh, and then, yeah. Kincaid Nancy's dad comes back. Right. He's right. like, he's I've like, crossed over. He's all glittery. He says, hey, honey, I've crossed over. And she's like, oh, that sucks. She oh, is bummer. not phased by the fact no. that dad is dead. It's like that that clip from the Wendy Williams show where she's like, she finds out that somebody she was talking about died. You know what I'm talking about? She's like, she goes, oh, this he passed away. Has uh, oh. eight million mm-hmm. TikToks. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh my god, talk about lizard people on TikTok. He has more followers, but on Instagram, you have more followers. <laughs> anyway, he died. Awful. He was murdered last night. <laughs> the audience goes, uh-huh. uh, oh! Because <laughs> well, she starts out with, clap if you've heard of him. And they don't know that he's dead. And they go, <laughs> they don't like, nobody claps. <laughs> and he was murdered last night. <laughs> they should just put her in a museum. <laughs> out of control. Well, she's not on the show anymore. She's what? She's not on the show anymore. Who's on the show? Um... Is this called the Wendy Williams show? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> the Wendy Williams she's show. She's been out of it for a while because she was. She's been sick. Oh my god! <laughs> There's a video of her. I shouldn't laugh because I'm assuming she was in a lot of pain. But apparently she just. Sherry Shepard. Sorry. Sherry Shepard. Oh. She's taking over. Yeah. Okay. She's cool. Anyway, there's a video. Sorry, there's a video and she's like, oh, I have my period. And she's just crying. And she's like, oh, my God, I got to go do that thing. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's, they're like backstage, like, and the cameras are backstage. And she's like, get out. You have to get out. I've seen <laughs> She has work to do. <laughs> I love it. What, a, what an icon. <laughs> Messy. Not the hero we asked for at all. No, but absolutely the hero we deserve. <laughs> yeah, we deserve it. All right. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so he you know, he passed away. Um, he shows up, um, and it's the dad, but it's not. It's Freddie, and he stabs yeah. Nancy, and then she dies. And it's like, oh, he, he stabs her in like the inner organs. Like she did not make it. Yeah, and she even said no. before they went in this like la- for this last round, she was like, for real, if we die in here, we're dying in the real world. So it's wait. like if you die in the Matrix, Larry Fishburne. Don't know her. You don't know. <laughs> Larry. The what? The what? But yeah, so the uh, the final scene is Nancy's funeral, and there's a moment where, like, the doctor yes. who's been, you know, pursuing these bones, who's interacted with this nun, mm-hmm. he, like, runs away from the funeral and finds a grave for Sissy Mary, sister, Sissy, for Sissy Mary. <laughs> People have died. Sissy Little Mary sounds like something I would be called in elementary school. <laughs> you, with, with that photo with the skateboard. Oh, don't That's think I'm not sharing that for promo for the I movie. I hope you do. I hope you do. Sister Mary Helena, he finds her grave and it's like <laughs> blah, blah, Kruger. And it's like. Amanda Kruger. Amanda, is that her name? Amanda? Yeah, because I remember she was like, 
when she was telling the story earlier, she was like, it was a woman named Amanda Kruger. And I was like, this name doesn't feel right. <laughs> she was sexy, hot, and really smart. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Her name was Amanda Bynes. <laughs> but the the last line in the movie, basically, is the doctor looking at the grave and going like, you were his mother? It's so like the nun was the mom. Yeah. Do you think the nun was real, though? No, it was a ghost. Right, because it's a grave. That's the whole point because she's like, first of all, she looks like a ghost. Let's start there. She's in all white, first which of I don't all, think she's nuns scary. do. Yeah, first of all, not good. Skin. First of all, I was scared. <laughs> I called. Step one, fear. Step and two, she. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, the I heard about this woman, and she keeps like disappearing, you know, and like he's yeah, like, you know. I wasn't sure if she was like a straight up ghost or if she was kind of just like fast. <laughs> she- she has wheelies on underneath that uh, habit. <laughs> <She's> so <laughs> she, that's how she gets out of room so fast. Oh I mean, but she was like up in that storage room. Like she would have tripped over shit if she tried to run. She out. jumped. Yeah, you're right. She you're right. It would have been so embarrassing. <laughs> so not her age with those knees. No way. Not at that speed. Yeah, and those habits. So you can't move in those. Every kiss, every hug <laughs> seems to act just like a drug. And then we it's, we see Neil. And he's sleeping and yeah. he has brought the uh, model of Nancy's house that Kristen was making into his house for some reason. Mm-hmm. And the one of the lights turns on in the house and the, in the little dollhouse and uh, fade to credits. And that's it. That's the end. Dream Warriors. There's a fun is, rock and hair metal song. Oh, my God. Like it. it is really a different vibe. It's, I like it. <laughs> you know, it's definitely not perfect. There are things... I feel like they're just the certain energy of it is like not like we were saying, it just doesn't match the first one, which doesn't make it bad. It's just I personally don't like I said, I don't hate it, but it also doesn't bring me a whole lot. Sure, of joy. sure, 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 sure. I get that. Oh, well, I will say I we noted that in the other movies they call Freddie. I almost said Freddie Mercury, Freddie Krueger, a <laughs> bastard, a lot. And today, today in this movie, <laughs> when she, when the ghost nun is explaining Amanda Krueger's demise, essentially, she's like, that was, you know, she was assaulted and she gave birth to Freddie, who was the bastard son of a nun or whatever the fuck she says. But she uses the term bastard, so it's like, okay, is that why everyone keeps calling him a bastard in other movies? Mm-hmm. Like they can just sense like. He, he has some problems. Was not, yeah. <laughs> oh, honey, you not were not loved uh, enough. Um, oh, we forgot to mention, they. Um, Freddy, like, disappears, kind of, <laughs> like, in the dream. Like, after he stabs Nancy, the doctor throws holy water and a cross on <gasps> the body in the real world, and Freddy, mm-hmm. like, turns into, like, light and disappears. But, yeah, like, like, at the end of this movie, again, it's, like, the, the light in the dollhouse turns on, so it's, like, well... Oh, right. Oh, you're saying... Once again. Yeah. We forgot to mention that very important plot detail. (laughs) Didn't he also, in the first movie... I just remember you describing it and it cracked me up. In the first movie, at one point, I think near the end, like, at one point when they think they've defeated Freddy, like, he just bursts into stars. Yes. Stars! (laughs) He really does. He, like... Because it's it's because Nancy's turned her back on him, which is, like, the whole thing. It's, like, if you see something scary in your dreams, just ignore it and it'll go away. Don't give it power. Shut up. And he, like, lunges for her and just, like, boom! (laughs) I'll post about the documentary because what I thought was cool Mm -hmm. about the documentary, too, was, like, there was one point where for just a few moments you saw Robert England acting as Freddy without, like, the... 
auto-tune, for lack of a better phrase. Oh, yeah, because um, his voice is always, like, really modulated low. Mm-hmm. So it's just him talking. And, like, it's so, cr- so much creepier because it was, oh, I'll just send it and you'll see. But it's, oh. like, him just, like, talking like a person. But it's, like, so creepy and just, I don't know, it's kind of a different energy. And I'm kind of curious. What if he had a really high voice? Hi! Nancy! <laughs> Nancy! This is God. <laughs> you're my children now okay (laughs) i was listening to the episode we did about the on the first and the second movie and the second movie describing like that pool scene is so so (laughs) where he's like throwing chairs around and like these drunk kids are like what is happening (laughs) yeah just like it's it's just so silly oh i really would love to sit down and watch all these movies with you and zach apri pompeii and whoever, all of you listening, whoever. can join us. Well, there's only, we're halfway through the main series. There's only three more. Oh, really? And then it's Three just more and the... then New Nightmare and then the remake. What's New Nightmare? What's New It's n- the one they did in the 90s that's actually kind of similar to Scream, where it's like really postmodern. Like the actress who plays Nancy in this plays like herself in that. Fred Englund oh. is in it like as himself. Oh. I, I don't remember exactly. It's like the idea is like the energy of freddy is creating like a real freddy it's very like meta but it's like really ahead of his time it was like really a flop it's it should have come out wow. after scream like it would have been a hit if it, if it did but it didn't and there's a freddy versus jason lest we forget which i've never seen yes where he gets called oh, a faggot by some destiny's Kelly Rowland. <laughs> right where the producers were like we didn't put that in the screenplay <laughs> it's it is so abrupt in a film that is it's already so like, out of control, <laughs> and then you're just like <laughs> it's the your most pearls. 2003 thing yes. to ever happen it's and like it's, so of its time it is so funny because when that movie came out i was still very much in my in the depths of my phase where i was terrified of horror movies like i just mm-hmm. cannot handle the drama and so i remember i went to go see that freddy versus jason with friends and we were oh, no, in the theater scary. and i was sitting there waiting for the movie to start and i could not handle it i could not handle the suspense so i left the theater and I yes. went back in to see, um, I think it was probably Freaky Friday for like the third or like second Ellen time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that lame. <laughs> um, uh, I've, no, I've actually never seen that movie. Um, but uh, yeah, and like then watching it again as an adult, like it's so fucking stupid. Like there's nothing That's scary so about funny. it. Oh my God. Uh, I've never seen it. Well, we'll, we'll, do, we'll get there. We'll do it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we have three more Nightmare on Elm Streets and four more Jasons. Jesus Christ. And then we're done. And, <laughs> and then, then we, we die. Are, we retire. <laughs> we walk then, into the ocean. <laughs> and then, like like Freddy, we just burst into stars. <laughs> <laughs> we just slowly evaporate. Yeah, that's when you'll know we're done. Finally, back to the back to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you have freed us. <laughs> Thank you so much. We miss yeah. you. Thanks, Dream Warriors. Thanks, little Dream Warriors. <laughs> Thanks for worrying. <laughs> yeah i'm a dream warrior i'm real worried Stupid. so dumb be sure to like subscribe uh follow us comment share review do all the things you can do on the social medias yeah but, and uh we're on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher soundcloud google and um that's it <laughs> and, some other places and in your dreams uh, and in <laughs> wherever your you dreams. get podcasts really we're there get out of my dreams and into my pod that's something right one two freddy's gonna take a poop uh you can follow us on <laughs> he's instagram gonna. he's gonna at halloweeners pod uh mm-hmm. that's instagram and twitter and uh, you know 
obviously we're creating free content here, but if you feel like throwing some money our way, we will not say no. You can find no, us on no. Cash App, and it's Cash App Halloweeners Pod. Yes, and you can follow uh, Leah Patterson, who does our artwork. You can find them at a tender witch. And what else? Oh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Kira Hey. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox at Codemaster91. And also, you can find our theme music composer, Apre Pompeii, yeah. Yeah. on Spotify and Instagram and Twitter at Apre Pompeii. Yes, and remember to take your pills so you don't dream. <laughs> 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 Make sure also, your dad is this who's the sheriff finds the bow. Your hot dad with eyeliner. <laughs> That dirty brown hat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>